Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. You know, when you open up that lunchbox and you're like, wow, look at this meal. It's like, I wanted to experience that. I'm Delia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. Today's guest wants to help you make a lunch that no child or adult can refuse. We'll meet the Florida resident behind the Instagram account Lunchbox Mafia and get her tips for packing a better lunch. Pizza biscuits, buffalo chicken empanadas, peach, blackberry, and goat cheese flatbreads. Just scrolling through the Instagram feed Lunchbox Mafia, your mouth starts to water which really is the whole point. If you're in the habit of eating restaurant lunches during the workday or those awful frozen microwave things or paying for your kids to eat mediocre school cafeteria food, then Jenny from Newport Ritchie wants to show you a better way. One that's often less expensive, healthier, and with her tips, more delicious. Jenny asked us to use only her first name for privacy. She's got more than 30,000 Instagram followers, myself included, who turn to her for lunch inspiration. Jenny's here with some of her best tips, whether you're making lunch for a family member or you're investing in your own self-care. What are your tips for somebody starting out Maybe their kid buys lunch every day or they buy lunch every day at work. Where do we even begin? You want to pack snacks so you don't get hungry, so you're not tempted to buy something. Speaking from an adult standpoint, it's it might sound weird to say this, but there's sometimes peer pressure because when you're at work, there's like this migration at 12 o'clock when everybody's leaving, you know, and sometimes you might feel like, oh, they're going to have so much fun you know, really it was helping me out as far as, you know, my budget. And when it's about kids, they go through a picky eater stage. You know, it's like, everything's fine for a little bit. And it's like, you know, this certain food is their favorite. And then like you serve it again. Cause you're like, wow, they did so good. And then it's total blasphemy the next day. And you're like, <laughs> Oh my God, what happened? I think the other thing, the just like anything else, you know, you want to feel really armed and prepared in any endeavor, right? So a lot of it is about getting the right gear. It doesn't have to be super expensive, but I think when you get things that are dedicated to lunch packing, you're going to be more, you know, prone to use it. You're going to dedicate, you know, like, okay, I'm going to pack lunch today. And it keeps the enthusiasm and it keeps you en- engaged in that process. That's great. Yeah, my daughter wanted these cute little stainless steel containers and they came with a cute little spork with characters on them. And if she's not using them, I'm using them because I'm like, I'd rather eat my lunch with this than just a regular old plastic (laughs) spork. I totally get what you're saying about the migration of the coworkers. Maybe not so much now that many of us are working at home, but how do you create a lunch that's so good looking, that you will prefer that to going out with your coworkers? 
we eat with our eyes. So just like, you know, if you treat it like that special meal, you know, like if you're entertaining someone, you want everything to look really nice, do it for yourself, you know, like, to me, it's, you know, when I think of it as far as feeding my child, it's the only lunch we don't have together. So I want it to, I want it special for her, right? Will you say that again? You mean lunch is the only meal you don't have with your child? Yeah, because she's at school. And that's a really big deal to me because, you know, for many years I traveled and I wasn't able to, you know, be with her every day. Like there was times when I was gone for an entire week because of work. And it makes it more special because I can do it for her. And as far as feeding myself, you know, packing lunch for myself, I remember one day like, man, she's eating so good. I make all these great lunches for her. And then it's like, I just happen to eat whatever for lunch, you know? You know, when you open up that lunchbox and you're like, wow, look at this meal. It's like, I wanted to experience that, you know? So as far as making food look appealing, you got to make sure, like, if you're going to, let's say you pack in a sandwich, you know, definitely leave the condiments on the side and put them in right when you're about to eat it. So dressings, you know, if you pack a uh, salad, you can easily put the dressing on the bottom of the container, mix it up right before you get ready to eat. If you pack baked goods like I love um, today's post I had pizza rolls and it's like you just you know it's like making a pizza on a sheet of crescent dough you just roll it up and then slice it and bake it I let those things come to room temperature before packing them because you know the heat creates the condensation and then it makes it soggy you want to make sure you let stuff like that come to room temperature same thing like if you're packing let's say a cinnamon roll or anything like that put it in the container with like a paper towel or a napkin underneath and it'll stay crisp or it'll stay, um, you know, just as you baked it and it's not going to be, you know, soggy at lunchtime. That's a big deal because kids won't eat stuff like that. Who is getting a cinnamon roll in their lunch? Like that is such a flex. <laughs> the other kids, the other kids are like, what can I possibly trade to get just some of that cinnamon roll? Oh, That's man. so funny. Okay. At the beginning of the conversation, you said it's important to pack foods that you love, right? But I'm thinking a lot of the foods that I love, I don't see how they could be portable. So what are some, what are some cold lunch ideas or hot lunch ideas that are, mm -hmm. that are foods that most of us would love that we maybe wouldn't have thought about? So I love that you asked that cold lunches. People think, you know, it's, it's always got to be a sandwich when then you get totally bored of that. And then you get out of the routine, but think about like, you know, do you love pasta salad, you know, potato salad, DIY Lunchables, you know, we look at Lunchables all the time. We grew up on them right now. You can make a uh, charcuterie inspired lunches that to me, charcuterie is grown up Lunchables. You know, you just make them with better ingredients. You make them with things that you uh, would only, you know, you never would have them as a kid, but, you know, you can make things like that. Those type of lunches are really great too. Um, let's say like a Lunchable, for example, you can add pretzel crisp or, you know, sesame breadsticks instead of crackers. If you get bored with those, you can mix up the protein, you know, you can use uh, regular deli meat, you can use, um, you know, smoked turkey sticks. There's a lot, there's even jerky, like there's this uh, crave jerky. It comes in a 
amazing flavors. You can also, you know, mix it up, you know, do different cheeses, add veggies, add fruit. You can do so many different things. And um, it's great for us, obviously. I know sometimes I have to like walk away from my lunch. You know, you might get interrupted or you prefer to kind of graze throughout the day. With kids, these type of lunches are awesome if they're going through those picky eater stages because you can just kind of toss in a little bit of everything that they like and it lets them eat a variety of different foods instead of like committing to like the sandwich and the, you know, whatever's on the side. And then as far as hot lunches, you know, I'm a huge fan of using leftovers or like recreating things with leftovers. I just recently did a post of like a batch of crock pot chicken and you can use it in multiple recipes throughout the week super simple to reheat it takes a few minutes as far as hot lunches i would definitely invest in a thermos you know back in the day you'd see people walking around with their tall thermoses of coffee and stuff like that but there's so many options right now and they're affordable too i want to make it clear that you don't have to spend a ton of money I've gotten different things, even at, you know, Target, you know, Walmart, even Dollar Tree, they have super cute accessories, you know, containers, you got to do what's within your budget, what makes sense for you. These are great. And that makes me think it's good to look for these items throughout the year. Like school has already started. Maybe someone just started a new job or went back to the office and it's like on our mind. But we should always be checking because I don't know about your kids, but my kids lose stuff. They leave stuff at school. I lose stuff. And it's good to have it on hand. Definitely the thermos. My daughter went through a phase where she would only eat chipotle beans and rice for lunch. (laughs) So we had this I need to hang out with her. I know, right? I'm like, I can't even be mad. It is delicious. But we, we bought this little Hello Kitty thermos. And now a lot of times I'll eat my oatmeal or my lunch out of that. Whose lunches are we actually seeing in these beautiful pictures on your Instagram? Yeah, so most of them are my daughter's lunches. I will put in there if it's like for my husband or for myself, but most of them are for my daughter. Okay. Do you want to tell us your daughter's name? Oh, sure. She we call her Jazzy. Oh, and how old is she? She is 12. She'll be 13 in December and she's in seventh grade right now. Wow. So is she helping at all with these lunches? Because it's fun for a while. And then you're like, wait a second. Why am I doing all this work? Yeah, she is. You know, as the kids get older, I prefer to include her because, you know, there was times when, you know, there was a lot of food coming back and I'd get frustrated and we had to have those conversations, you know, to figure out like what was happening. But the more that I involve her, and I think it's easy too. It's not like, you know, you can give your kids, for example, two choices. Like, hey, tomorrow, do you want to have, you know, a salad or a sandwich wrap? Um, And then when it comes to sides, let them pick sides. Do you want to, you know, do you want carrots today or you want cucumber slices? I think when you drill it down to a couple of choices and not just leave it open, because then a lot of times I'll get, I don't know, I don't know. But when you do it that way, you, you know, you get their feedback and there's things they can do too. You know, as far as, you know, maybe washing the fruit or, um, you know, or if you rinse it off, let them dry it, you know, and and actually be a part of packing it. You know, the older she got, the more I relied on her, you know, to tell me like what she wants. And then, you know, a lot of times, too, what I've done is I go to the school menu 
And I'll use that for inspiration sometimes. Kids really like to eat what their friends are eating, you know, and there's a couple of really good dishes on the lunch menu. And so sometimes she'll have the school lunch. So that means I get a break. But I think it's so fun to include them. You know, it's um, it's more exciting. And then, of course, as far as accountability, you know, they take that on when they start being a part of it. So if there's any questions you have, I think the conversation's easier because they were a part of it. Mm, that's a good point. So when is this all going down? I feel like this is, you know, the question of our time. Do you pack lunches the night before or the morning of? I usually I do it the morning of. I, if I have a plan, you know, I got to have a plan. Um, and, but here's the thing. If you're going to pack, let's say like the pizza rolls that I did this morning, those are pre-made, you know, you can make that ahead, stick it in the freezer in the morning. It's like, it's like a log of crescent, crescent roll dough. Right. So in the morning, um, I'll slice off what I'm going to make for her, pop them in the oven or the air fryer and they're ready to go. So like at night, what you could do to save yourself some time is go ahead and put the carrots and the cucumbers in there. You can put some sliced cheese or a cheese stick or whatever do those things at night and in the morning add your entree what about treats i know around halloween time parents might put in a miniature candy bar or something like that where do you come down on adding treats to the lunchbox i think it's important to serve if you're going to do that definitely serve it with the meal you know and that's something you can start practicing at home i just feel like it's always about balance you know if they're gonna have candy then serve some carrots you know if they want some kind of treat then balance it out maybe instead of you know a drink with sugar in it then just you know give them some water i don't think we should restrict treats it's different limiting them versus restricting them you know if you restrict them, that be can become an issue later where they start hiding food or they start, you know, not eating their meal and save room for like candy later. Is there anything we shouldn't pack? I'm not going to name names, but people who work at the radio station with me may remember our dear friend who used to bring Brussels sprouts and microwave them. And it was, <laughs> and it was just it was the worst it was the worst. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, I love my Brussels sprouts, but like, I, I just felt like it was almost like sitting next to someone on a plane who's eating tuna or something. Oh my so is gosh, there anything, is there anything that's just off limits? I guess for your child's sake, you know, sometimes I've been asked a lot about like tuna salad or like boiled eggs. You know, I love including boiled eggs. They're so easy. It's a great protein. You can sprinkle a little bit of everything bagel seasoning on them and they're delicious like as a side. But, you know, you might have to, you know, limit things like that. It's because your kid is going to be embarrassed, you know, and you don't want them to feel <laughs> to feel embarrassed. Things like broccoli. I haven't experienced an issue with that. Like if you're here's the thing, too. You know, kids can't reheat stuff. So, you know, when you mix it in with like my daughter, one of the dishes my daughter loves is like pasta with chicken and broccoli. Once you stir it up, you know, it's all combined. It really there's no there's no like really foul odor that comes from it 
Okay. We talked earlier about investing in a thermos. Are there any other supplies that people should invest in to make themselves a little bit excited about it? Yeah. You know, you mentioned the spork earlier. The sporks are ideal. Like I, I have a bunch of them, um, you know, and you can serve them. I mean, the kids will, kids can use them with whatever you serve, whether it's a yogurt or oatmeal or, um, you know, something like pasta that they'll use a fork for. Um, you know, I love food picks. You'll see them in some of my posts, but for younger kids, especially the food picks are like a little friend, you know, and they work great too, if at home for food exposure. So for example, if you're using, if you're introducing, let's say peppers, you know, to your child and you cut up like just, you know, a small bite-sized piece and just, you know, stick it on a really fun food pick, you know, sometimes they're characters, sometimes it's like a, you know, like a little rainbow on the end, but it's just a fun way of introducing foods. And then of course, when they're at lunch and you're not there, the food pick just makes it, you know, kind of fun for them. So um, food picks, I think water bottles too are super important. If you're trying to get your kid to drink more water, you can put a rubber band on it and just have them drink to the line. You know, you can use a scrunchie too. I used to write on water bottles and that just made a mess. But then the idea <laughs> of the rubber band was like so much better. And the other thing too with water, what I really like, infused water is like one of the best things, one of the easiest things you can do because um, it's so important to stay hydrated. And you can, you know, eliminate a lot of sugary drinks and just infuse water, you know, things like sliced cucumber and maybe um, a couple of leaves of mint. You know, you can do a sliced lemon with strawberries. And then I know at schools, you know, usually and work too at work, you know, there's usually a water cooler. The schools have water fountains. They could just refill the water throughout the day. So uh, I would, those are great ideas. Yeah, um, I would definitely also add a water bottle to the list. Yeah, for sure. Maybe even two because those get left at school all the time. And the infused water idea is great because especially like running around during recess in the Florida heat or wherever you live, you just you can't drill it into their heads enough that they need to hydrate. As you were talking about the food picks or I call them toothpicks, I was looking and it's almost like a little um, miniature skewer like like yeah. you would use for barbecue or something yeah like a, exactly like a kebab but it's got like cheese and fruit on it and and those kid-friendly things very colorful almost like what you'd see at a party that's super fun every lunch that comes out of your house is a little party in a lunchbox which i love <laughs> okay our time is our time is running short but uh you talked about lunchables you talked about charcuterie as being lunchables for adults where do you stand on those convenience items like pre-cut apples, prepackaged foods? How can we make things easier on ourselves without sacrificing quality and, and health? It doesn't have to be full of pressure, this whole experience of lunch packing. You know, you think about your kids, you think about your budget, you think about your time limitations. Do do what you got to do, you know. There's a lot of choices out there. You can easily get, um, you know, those same great thing, foods that we love in like just better for you. You know, there's a lot of organic options out there. As far as the Lunchables, if your kids absolutely love them and that's like that's all they're eating, then you know what? Pack it for them. Add some add some carrot sticks if it makes you feel better, you know, balance it out. You have to remember, too, that, you know, these lunches that we see or the lunches that you pack, they're one meal,
you know, out of three, maybe more per day that your kids eat. So I, I mean, you have to make things easier than, you know, do what works for you. I would say too that I, when people think about meal prep or food prep, they you know they might assume like oh my gosh you're giving up your entire Sunday to make all this stuff, but that's you don't have to do that. It's sometimes meal prep is peeling carrots, cutting them, and putting them in the fridge. You know sometimes it's if you're gonna grill chicken, you know on a Thursday night grill an extra piece so that you can slice it up and put it in your salad you know just find those opportunities and just and do what works for you this is i feel inspired i really do no more uh ritz crackers in the lunchbox at the last minute i have to ask you you clearly have a passion for this i mean just scrolling through your feed it's it's like little works of art. So how did you get into this? You touched on it a little bit earlier. And why is it called Lunchbox Mafia? <laughs> Lunchbox Mafia was actually a hashtag that we use in a mom group. You know, those, especially like on Fridays when we're like, woo, the you know, the week is over, no more lunches. But you know, those mom moments or those mom wins we have that just make you feel like super swaggy. Like, hey, you know, the kid, my kid slept through the night or hey, she ate all her cereal this morning, or oh my gosh, I got out the door with no tears. It was so funny. Like we referred to the admin of the group, like as the boss. And <laughs> it, it just told, it was just one of those things that like just came out. You know, the group eventually closed and like, I just, it was so much fun for me. It's totally, a, it started out as a creative outlet. And I just thought I got to keep doing this. So that was when, you know, the page started and it just, Lunchbox Mafia just stuck. You know, my passion comes from, you know, who I'm feeding. Like, I just, I'm passionate about my family and I love to entertain. I love, food is just, it's a love language to me. And, you know, I love entertaining. I love having friends over um, and sharing food. And it's, that's the passion. That's where it comes from. And then, of course, as I mentioned earlier, now that I'm home every night that I can do this for her, um, you know, and my husband, it's important to me. And like I said, it's the only meal that we don't have together. So I want to make it special. Oh, I just love that. It's, it gives me a, a way of reframing something that can seem like a chore. By yeah. the way, is, is Lunchbox Mafia one word or two or three? It's, it's all together. So like, if you want to find me on Instagram, just put it all together. Lunchbox Mafia. You know, there's tons of tutorials, um, a lot of videos, to me, the, the biggest compliment I ever got was like, wow, this is really doable. You know, these are things that I can actually make. And that's that's what it's all about. Just, you know, I'm trying to get out the door and get my kids to school and get to work just like everybody else. So I hope that you find it those, you know, you can grab ideas out of there and and apply them and just, you know, have fun with it. Well, it was so great to talk to you. And I should acknowledge that this whole conversation is a privilege because a lot of people don't get to choose what they eat for lunch or any other meal, whether you're mm -hmm. a kid, you know, eating the reduced price lunch at school or a food insecure adult. So this is I recognize that this conversation is just the icing on the cake of just even being able to feed ourselves at all. Um, but I really appreciate your time and making it into such an art form. So, Jenny, so you're, I guess, the mob boss now, the, the lunchbox mob. Yeah, the lunch <laughs> lunch I am box. at my house, you know. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure, and thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking to you. That was Jenny of Lunchbox Mafia. 
Okay, who's ready to step up your game with me? You can start by following Jenny on Instagram at lunchboxmafia. That's all one word. Jenny also shared one of her most popular recipes for pizza rolls. You can find it on our website, thezestpodcast.com. I'm Delia Cologne. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. This week we had help from Chandler Balcom, Mark Hayes, and Lily Tyson. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media, copyright 2021.